Hey, Dave, I reckon we get started. Ooh, I'm going to fix you to get you started up. <laughs> Let's get going on, y'all. Hey, welcome to the Whiskey Sippers Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Steve. And guess what we're talking about today? Country music. Country music. And whiskey. And going down to the country music, going to drinking on the whiskey, then going to get lazy. <laughs> get all horny with the coochie coochie girls, they're going to get the boobies in the face and the hand. <laughs> <laughs> go on the curtain. They're going to say, hey, there, Davey. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That's my attempt. They're going to say, <laughs> hey, there, Davey. <laughs> wow, you have a completely different life experience than me. <laughs> I think I did. Wow. I went south quick. No, I did go south. Speaking quick. of south, <laughs> country music. Oh, country music. Oh, can't wait. We're going down south. I can't down wait. Down to Nashville. Down to Nashville. Down to Alabama, whole bunch Oklahoma, all bunch of southern states. Were there. Yeah, we're gonna the actually are, no Texas. We're going to Texas. The men are men, and the sheep are scared. <laughs> I I think that's in like Afghanistan. Where the hell did my papers go, Dave? You, you just you sounded like a little immigrant boy <laughs> I, that I didn't have his visa. Never mind. I got my, really? pa- I got my papers. I had my papers a minute ago. <laughs> I can I not come in? I got him back. Don't start with me. I got him back. But I can work. Oh. I'll work for food. I'll fillet you for free. All right. So we are going to drink whiskey like we normally do. Um, And we are going to talk about music like we have been. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I think this is, this may be the last one we do. This is the culmination. Culmination. The culmination. I like culminations. You do? <laughs> They're so culminating, I don't understand. <laughs> Can you define culmination? Culmination, when everything comes together to an end point uh, you've worked hard does, towards. Does it culmigate? <clears throat> Culmigates. <laughs> oh, you culmigated all over my face. I don't know. Uh, again? Yeah, right. Um, some, some, so. Got to get some country music. We've been doing this. the music and country. Let's see. I can't even. You just, like, that just tweaked my brain when I heard that first note. I know that song. You two is not country, David. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Sorry. With or without you, we're going to get through this. And it may be without you if you keep that up. <laughs> Could possibly yeah, be without country. you. not country. So the music and concert series is what I was trying to say. I think we're episode seven. I think yeah. we're on seven. Somewhere around So there. we did rock, did emo, we did rap, we did metal. Country. Oh, we did electronic, but I think that, would just, that was stupid. We yeah. did too much. We learn from that. We're learning every day. The electronic was a lot of it. It was too much information, too and much. we could have had more fun with it. Yeah. So next time. That's okay. Next life, we'll do it. <laughs> next life, when we know more we'll about see electronic you in the next music. Life. Yeah, I mean, I knew a guy. Couldn't get a hold of him because he was electrically undisposed. He was electrically challenged. Yeah. So, uh, see, I know. Sad, motherfucker. No, actually, because, you know, the shit are broken. We got distracted, and we didn't call oh, that's right. Like that. That's right. Yeah. We had so, shit all over the basement. Yeah, and he was on the other side of the world. Doing DJing and stuff. Ooh, pardon me. So yeah, we're gonna go with country music. This is kind of yeah, a bit of guitar, banjo. All right, a little country, country, a little country bump, a little country instrumental. Oh okay, sitting on the back of a hate truck. A what truck? Hate truck. A hate truck. Hate, hate truck. Yeah. Talk about hate. Never mind. Like Clayton Bixby. <laughs> okay. So anyway, <laughs> moving moving forward. Yeah, it's hard not to yeah not to go awry on this one because it's you know it's easy to be uh, disrespectful yeah. and ignorant, ignorant, in, in, in ignorant. Yeah, but uh, so we have a fine bottle of whiskey that we're gonna enjoy. Clonalingus rice. I'm pretty. <laughs> Sound like a Mexican dish. I'm pretty excited about this. I am too. I have been waiting for well for. A couple months, and we've been us. harassed. <clears throat> we've been harassed quite some bit by our our liquor provider, our, our liquor Steve. provider Steve from Parkway Liquor. Yeah, um, he uh, he gave you this bottle. It was very nice of him to do that. Yes, it was a nice little gift for you Absolutely. for our podcast. And, Absolutely, uh, um, it's spendy. It's a Garrison Brothers, uh, Balmaria. Balmaria sounds like a sounds like a combination of like a <clears throat> like an. Adult, it's like an STD. It's like if you got Ball Maria. It's like you got kicked in the nuts and they started to swell and get purple. You got Ball Maria. Oh, you got Ball Maria. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you got the Ball Maria. Oh, I. 
Where do they come up with that? I what? think it's in the notes somewhere. We'll get to that at some point. It's a combination of a couple different words. Why's my coochie? Balls. I don't know. More. And Rhea. Rhea. <laughs> meaning P, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So, so yeah. <clears throat> Garrison Brothers. It's got a medal on it. Steve told That's me about be good. this, this uh, whiskey and said uh, he opened it with another uh, patron of the store. And... They uh, they were sitting with it open on the table talking with each other, and they kind of smelled candy. And he said it was the bottle. It was the bourbon. All he I said, smell is barbecue and farts. <laughs> and burps. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. So, uh, yeah, so it's like, okay. We got, he, so every time I see him, he's like, did you try it yet? Did you try it yet? I said, no. We're Which wait, is all the time. We're waiting to do the country podcast. Yeah, so now like, we well, finally about are, today? Let's do it now. So Steve, my Steve. My Steve. Hi, David. Right, he contacted steve at parkway and said hey uh we're opening this bottle and he's like oh great you gotta call me and tell me so we texted him and said hey can we call you on a podcast and uh he never answered us so we're gonna open it up and uh we're gonna try it and then we're gonna call him yeah anyway. that sounds like a good if plan he, if he doesn't answer then that's on him yeah because i want i want to get into it now i don't want to screw around with talking to him i want to drink it let yeah. me talk to him later drink it and tell me drink it because he wants to hear about how he yeah he doesn't want to hear that we're gonna drink it because right, well, he's been hearing that all along tell us about the garrison Brothers, all right then. so i pulled something from this whiskey wash website just to kind of get a little bit of story about the garrison brothers because it it brings a heavy price tag so it's like huh what, what's this all about you know what are they doing different why am i paying 200 bucks for this mm-hmm. right so it says unlike many cult whiskeys garrison brothers have held on to their independent ownership so that says something. Family, friends, all local to the Texas Hill Country. Owner Dan Garrison came from an East Coast advertising background and fell in love with the area, so he moved there. If you ever been to Texas any time of the year, you know that it's certainly super hot, like ridiculous hot, just oh, all yeah. the time. Yeah. yeah, relentless heat, big bugs. So the heat was so extreme that they lost gallons of their first round of whiskey. Like the barrels, I guess, just couldn't take the heat. It just, you know, that, what is it, the angel share? The angel share, yeah. They took a high share from their first round. So they had uh, special casks made in, like, Kentucky or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so they got tougher barrels, essentially. They got thicker staves, tougher barrels. So the Garrison Brothers, Balmaria bourbon, gets two sets of these new barrels. First one... They age for four years, take it out, dump it. Second round gets aged for another year with a completely different char and toast profile. So this is a five-year aging process? Yes. <clears throat> no kidding. So that sounds kind of interesting. It does. So they said the Balmaria sounds like a bluff uh, from um, Ireland. But they say Balcom, which is like the area, Moro and Ria. So those are like the three different areas. So apparently that is a like a swimming area. Okay. Produced like they made a swimming area in those areas about a hundred years ago. Turned into a state park. And apparently this like freshwater pool started to fall apart after the Great Depression. So the Garrison brothers decided to create this whiskey, mark it up, and the proceeds go to like fixing that local watering hole. Oh, that's cool. So something for their hometown. They yeah. they they gave back. That's what it sounds like. So, uh, yeah, here you go. Shall we get into it? We should. Yep. So, this is classified as a Texas straight bourbon whiskey from Garrison Brothers. So, they distill it themselves. Apparently, it's yearly limited release. I didn't see, like, any other, like, years or what. I think it was, like, 2018 they started, maybe. Okay. Um, you got this one recently. So, it's probably, a, like, a 2021. <clears throat> I got it recently. Maybe. It doesn't tell what year. It just says uh, the bottle number. Okay. It gives me a number of the bottle. Just tell me what year it was actually. Yeah, I guess maybe distilled. we can look it up at some point. <clears throat> But Can't you tell looking on the back or something? I don't know. Look at look at the bottom of it. <laughs> don't this tip is it. Saying uh, good change, uh, good. So it's proofed can... at one fifteen. It's valued at like one sixty. Somebody signed MSRP. it. So yeah, we close to two hundred bucks. A little over two hundred dollars. A little over. Ish. Yeah, the retail on this would be about two forty. I thought it was like one seventy five. You got it for. No, I think it's. I think it was two something. Well, you got ripped off then. Wow, we're going to tell Steve that when we call him. Yeah, let's you tell him. You ripped me off, motherfucker. Yeah. Dick. What's the matter with you? Yeah, let's smell it. That guy, How does your smell? That guy that runs Parkway, he's a dickhead. That has a lot of great whiskey at good mm-hmm. prices. Rock bottom. <laughs> he's prices. a dickhead that has a lot of great whiskey at good prices. <laughs> I'm a dickhead, but I'll get your whiskey cheap. 
text you, hey, your whiskey's in. Dirtbag. Come get it. <laughs> Called Grumpy, Grumpy Bob's Whiskey. <laughs> you go in and just insult you. Yeah, it's in the fucking corner. <laughs> Put the cash on the table. Yeah, right. Don't bother me. Baiting. That would be a cool <laughs> shop to go to. I would appreciate Bob's that. Grumpy Liquor Store. Because uh, in Texas, they have, uh, what the heck's it called? There's a restaurant where like they yell at you. And I know you. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of the name of it. I'll you know where it. else is like that is uh, um, Peter Luger's. Kind no, of, no, no, not Peter Luger's. It's Peter a steakhouse. There's a steakhouse where you go. Yeah, and I they think just that's insult- what it is. And maybe it is Peter Luger's. No, it's not. It's called no. something different. Yeah, but they insult you the whole time. They're yeah. just like nasty. They make grumpy. stupid hats for you. And people and pay for that experience. It's hysterical. All like, right. yeah, what are you gonna what are you gonna order? Then you order something like, really? You yeah, order that? Is that what you order? You came all the way here to order that? Idiot. What's matter with you? Jerk off. So, so sweet. Like I'm getting candy. Is what I'm getting out of the cherries. Right off the bat, cherries. Like almost like a cola though. It's like a like cherry like coke a syrupy. Yeah. Cherry. Yeah. Like a, like a maraschino cherry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm getting like a lot of like wood, but not like uh, your typical oak. I'm getting wood too. I'm getting. I get a lot of wood. I'm when getting I smell wood. this. Getting a lot of wood right now. Yeah. Maybe a little tobacco. Yeah. Smoking your wood. Yeah. Oh. So good. Mm. I'm going to put it in my mouth. That's okay. <laughs> do it. No, 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 no. Oh, I have, so you said do it. Cheers. Ooh, that was resonated. Here, Here go. it goes down the hatch. Here it goes down Steve's hatch. <gasps> Pouring it in his gullet. He's <laughs> tasting it. His tongue around. Ooh, his eyebrows are going up and down a little bit. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Syrupy. Cherry cola. Heavy on the wood, but like a with that syrupy, I'm almost getting like a chocolate milk in there. That's I'm getting, good. I'm getting cherry cola. Cherry cola. Um, it's almost like a cedar wood. <clears throat> yeah. Not like a oak. Yeah. Not smoky. But, but like, it, like it this finishes. weird, tiny... It finishes like a, kind of like a like a like a like a light, like a light milk kind of thing. Yeah, I get that chocolate milk. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. This is really good. Yeah. All right, now we got. I'm getting some tea. <clears throat> tea. Black tea. Black tea. Some tannins. Tannins. Tannins is so bad for your skin. <laughs> this is good. So should we call Steve and tell him? I think we should. Another round. Shut him up. Finally. Drink of this. Yeah. All right. Hey, did you try it? Did you try it. No one didn't try it. Jesus. I actually gave it away. Why are you bothering me? Jeez. Why are you doing this? Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna call him up right now. Yeah. Dave and Steve calling Steve. Oh my God. In Parkway. Calling Steve. Really Parkway. excited. Yes, I am. Here we go. It's gonna ring. It's ringing. Hopefully he's not doing anything like having sex or something. Like that. oh, that'd be kind of cool. I know, right? Hello. Steve. Hey. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, it's okay. You in the car? Yeah. All right. Well, we can hear you better. Are you driving fast? Of course. Okay. That's good. How fast That's are you good. driving? Uh, 40. <laughs> You're living on the edge. <laughs> huh? Yeah, so we uh, we cracked the bottle open. All right. It's delicious. Isn't it? Yeah. It's very complex, <laughs> syrupy. We're getting a lot of, like, cherry cola, stuff like that. Yep. We totally get where you came from with this candy smell coming out of the bottle. Yeah. yeah. I say, as soon as we opened it and poured it, you could just smell it coming from the glass. Like it, it's just such a fragrant, strong whiskey. Oh, it's really it's, good. It's delicious. It doesn't seem like syrupy, like maybe like Kings County does, but it definitely right. tastes that way. Like it's very yep. thick on your palate, almost like a milk. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of like it's crazy what two hundred bucks will do for you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's got well, a metal. That's, that's a, <laughs> That's the thing, too. I don't understand. Like, there's a lot of negative reviews on it online, but I think it's just maybe some of the more traditional bourbon guys don't like the sweetness that comes sometimes with yeah. that kind of stuff. But yeah. I love it. Maybe I they're just... It. I think it's... Maybe people are, like, scared yeah. away by the price point. I Maybe. I mean, a lot of people do, you know, it's that, that, that value for taste kind of, that kind of deal. And, you know? and I did a... Uh, and I did some research, and some of the proceeds to this expensive bottle go to a uh, local pool. So they're doing, oh, like, community know. service with it. I could be completely I making that up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they're helping Sounds the kids. <laughs> I knew that. I read more bourbon. I read that. I wrote it down that I read it. <laughs> well, no, so we were talking about how, um, uh, for the podcast, that uh, Parkway is 
uh, one is, is probably the main uh, haunt for us for finding different whiskeys and bourbons and stuff. I've been um, to them all. I've tried yeah. breaking into several of the, the better ones. Mm-hmm. Um, some more successful than the others. And we've just found out that Parkway is like just treating their customers right and giving the right price. And, you know, makes sense. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. We're doing what we can. Well, tell, can, can, can you go into a little bit of history of like when, how long have you been at Parkway? You've been at Parkway for a while, right? Uh, actually, well, so I started out there, I want to say, uh, 2014, I worked there part-time for about three years. And then I left, and I came back full-time September of 2020. And it took a lot of work to get the owners. When I first started there, there was maybe, you know, your standard 10 to 15 bourbons. You know, the Woodfords, the the Bullet, the Knob Creek, stuff that everybody carries. Right. And I told them, like, no, 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 you're missing a whole market here. Like, there, there is a whole group of people that are looking for other things. Like us freaks. And... <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, you know, it took me probably a good six months to finally convince them, like, and, uh, you know, I slowly started getting a couple guys noticing and getting more and more customers. And they're like, all right, you know, there's some money in this. And I'm like, I told you. And so now I think we have, I counted the other day between uh, whiskey or between, you know, straight whiskey, bourbon whiskey, rye whiskey. I have a little over 200 different bottles. Wow. Different bottles to select from different selections. Yeah. yeah, different brands, different or different, different brands, different uh, you know types, everything. But yeah, and it, and it's funny because Dave came to me uh, six eight months ago and told me to check out Parkway, and you know, being a local resident, I've already been there years ago. I'm like, yeah, they just got the normal yep. crap, yep. nothing yep. new, nothing special, <laughs> no prices are special. He's like, no, 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 go back. Yeah, that was the old guy. The old guy's philosophy that used to run it was. You know, I've got what I've got, and I'm happy with what I got. And he didn't want to fight the whole battle with trying to get allocated stuff. And yeah. I, I wanted the allocated stuff. So you enjoy the hassle, and we yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> you enjoy the hassle, and we enjoy the hustle. Yeah, you like yeah. that? See what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did. There. You see what I did? Yeah, there? Yeah, I like that. Uh, that was good. And also, um, a lot of places you don't find a lot of allocated whiskeys, and I think I found probably the most the widest array of allocated whiskeys at Parkway. Yeah. And you're put, yeah, like just at, for, at reasonable prices. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Not like, not, I mean, you know, uh, uh, what Weller 12 year, you find a yeah. Weller 12 year, a lot of places around us, a lot of places within five miles of your store, you find a Weller 12 year, it's $179. Yep. Then you go to Parkway and you get it for 70, 80. Yep. Because you know yep. what? Everyone needs to put their markup, but they don't need to gouge. And Steve, exactly. not, not, not you, Steve. Parkway, Steve at Parkway, Steve. <laughs> um, you guys have never, I've never felt like I'm being gouged. Even if I'm buying a more expensive bottle of bourbon, I don't feel like I'm getting gouged. So we just kind of want to put it out there. Right? Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's important if, if you've also recommended a lot of the bottles that we've tried. Yeah, and I'll come back yeah. for my Wild Turkey 101 and my Blackened and my new Riff, my, my dailies, and yeah. then I'll get yeah. the cool allocated here and there. I uh, yeah. uh, chicken cock. Which is not allocated. Old granddad 114. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You know, my, my philosophy is if, if I see you in the store and I see you shopping, I'm going to try to get you something good. You know, mm-hmm. Because everybody's looking. I could sell the Wellers and the plants to anybody, you know, yeah. all the time. But I want to have that relationship. I'm, I'm really about building relationships and having guys that appreciate whiskey, appreciate trying different things from the store. And I love that people, you know, text me or call me. Or some guys bring in samples of bottles that they've tried. You know, I'm... I, I like the relationship building that whiskey kind of involves. And, you know, that's that's becoming very prevalent today with the bourbon market and how bourbon's become so popular. Guys walk into stores, do you have this, do you have this, do you have this? Have you ever bought a bottle right. of anything from me before? Yeah. Yeah, I might have it, yeah. but I'm keeping it behind yeah, the desk, and I'm going to give it to hassle. some of my loyal customers. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize that. You want the allocated bottles, form a relationship with someone at your local liquor store, and buy regularly from them. So they know yep. you're going to be back, and they don't have a trope. They don't have an issue going out of their way to maybe get you something good. And then some of the shops that have some of the cool stuff, it's hard to go there on a daily because they don't have anything that you would drink. Exactly, they have such a small selection. Like, oh, we got like these eight bottles. I'm like, <laughs> I want to stick around and like get the cool stuff, but I don't need any of your uh, other stuff. Yeah, you yeah. don't have anything that I like on a yeah, daily basis. Got a bunch of Irish whiskey, but. And, but no, you're, that's a nice thing about about you uh, and and Parkway is that there's a large enough selection of your everyday sippers 
and then you yep. still get in a good assortment of allocated as well. So it's kind of a one-stop shop for all that. It's it's a bourbon oasis. Got to have your gym and your jack. It's trash. <laughs> Seriously. And then that leads us to the second part, which is we talked about, you know, hey, uh, you know, Steve has family lives around the corner for me. And uh, we still haven't yet sat down and sampled any of this wonderful bourbon. Someday. Someday we will. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll do it. We'll wait till Steve's gone. <laughs> and then we will dine like kings. <laughs> and then we'll dine like kings. <laughs> These big steaks I got, too. <laughs> Send you pictures. We'll just We'll just crack open whatever bottles he buys while he's done. <laughs> Good choice, Steve. This is great. Hey, we got a Pappy, Boss Hog. You know, we got it all. A couple stags. That's great. That's awesome. Well, listen, I, I don't want to keep you unless you, unless you want to add anything to this. We just wanted to kind of give you a shout out and uh, let you know we opened it. It's delicious. And uh, for any of the four people that actually listen to our podcast, they might want to come and shop at Park. Yeah, it's, uh, this, one's, yeah this one's different. You might want to try it. Yeah, absolutely. He, he did try it already. It's worth it. And it was great. Oh, you mean you, yeah. anybody? Like anybody. Okay, anybody. I got you. I'm not talking to you. He was looking at me when he said it. Well, I always look at you yeah. when I say it. You look at me with those weird eyes. Yeah, well. Like bedroom eyes. The bed, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, Steve, what are you thinking? Steve. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. <laughs> not you, Steve. Oh, the other the, the Steve. Other wow. Jesus, I'm wow. so confused right oh, now. Oh, <laughs> where am I? Whose hand is that? Uh, Steve, thank you again for recommending this bottle. And uh, getting yep. it to us, and uh, we may end up calling you again randomly no, with some not. other podcast. I won't let him do it. Okay, I won't. But uh, right. we will. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, thanks a lot, man. Thanks, man. Take care. All right, later. Bye. Yep. All right, there you have it. I'm so nervous. <laughs> he's probably in his car, like, "Fuck, they want me to say." Yeah, he's like, "Oh, I was writing notes down." <laughs> I like that, but like, like he said, I think it was really cool. He tries to develop a relationship with people that come in, especially people that come in. That's regularly. why he tried to touch me. He did touch yeah. you. Did he do that to you? Was it on your no-no score? Like it was like like I was just standing there and he just like put his arm on like my shoulder. Did he? Weird. He, he he didn't put his arm on my shoulder. And then he was just like doing this with his like hand. Like what? Like is that that? <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> Steve's doing this milking of the cow motion. <laughs> Steve's doing the reverse utter. No, he didn't do that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, okay, good. Yeah, no defamation of character here. Yeah, all right. (laughs) I'm just saying it would be funny if you did. It would be funny if you did. I mean, it wouldn't, but it would be, like, later. (laughs) I mean, 20 bucks is 20 bucks, right? (laughs) Right, I ain't gay, but 20 bucks is 20 bucks. You want to trade the Garrison Brothers? Yeah. You want to get high? (laughs) You want want a six-pack of Heineken? (laughs) You want to make out? <laughs> hey, should we get into the country music? <laughs> yeah, we should. Country music fest. We should have gotten the background. You got any like like more uplifting country? This is like <laughs> this is just this is bringing. Me, I know, but it's bringing me Jesus down. Jesus Christ, it's bringing Steve. me down. You know, I have what I have, and my, now you want all this other. My crap. truck's got a flat tire. My girl left me. I failed the third grade again. You know what you get when you play country music backwards? What you get your truck back, get your wife back, get your house back. <laughs> <laughs> get everything back. We're playing this is what we're playing. Okay. So let's talk about country music. Yeah, let us. Let us. <laughs> get it. Let us. Let us. Y'all ready? I am ready. Yup. Sure am. All right. Fixing to get into country music. A what? I watched Cops one, one day, and it was like down in Tennessee. Is that why you were sweating? And the guy, oh, yeah, because I'm thinking about Tennessee. Yeah. And the guy, the guy gets out of the car, and the guy runs away from him. He's like... I'm fleeing on foot. I'm fixing to get in foot pursuit. <laughs> You're fixing to get in foot yeah, pursuit. Yeah, that's what I said. Like, I'm about to. I was done. I'm fixing to get I'm ready. in foot pursuit. Like, I'm, I'm ready. Oh, you my fixing? God. So funny. I yeah. still well, I, remember I, that. I reckon it's the right thing to do. <clears throat> I reckon I'm going to get in foot pursuit. I reckon I'm going to shoot I thought somebody. you were fixing to get in a foot pursuit. Are you reckon or fixing? Yeah. I reckon I'm going to be plinking. I mean, what? after you reckon, you probably should be fixing. You should be fixing. If you reckon, you're going to be fixing soon. Sounds like Kentucky Fried Chicken ad. So, so let's talk about country music. So what is country music? It's horrible. It is? <laughs> I hate country music. You don't like country music? No, you know, some of the modern country isn't so bad, but the older style country where everything was whiny and everybody sounded like... Kind of like the stuff you're playing. This isn't whiny. This is just some country well, it's, it's the whining without the wine. <sighs> country music is an American music style that incorporates elements of folk, bluegrass, blues, and rural dance music. I don't know what rural dance music is. It's Any idea? Rural dance, like like line dancing, country dancing, oh, dancing okay. that was born. But that in, isn't isn't out that of a hayfield? But isn't that don't mm. they play like bluegrass, folk? 
type of stuff. I don't know. Well, bluegrass might be different. Bluegrass is more like the Delta kind of thing. I thought bluegrass wasn't your typical country. It, it's probably part of the genre. Okay. Genery. So historians trace its origins to the southern Appalachian Mountains mm-hmm. in the late 1920s, particular in East Tennessee or southwest Virginia. Hmm. Which one would that be like? West Virginia, Tennessee. Okay. Southwest Virginia, it's like deliverance, right? Yeah. That's where that was supposed to take place, right? Yeah. 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 Over the course of the 20th century, the genre spread in all directions, particularly westward, which has led some to refer to it as the country western music. Oh. I just learned that. So That's that's, so cool. That's where that come from. Yeah. This is very, very interesting. There have been robust country music scenes all across the United States. Austin, Texas, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Bakersfield, California, and then like the modern hub of country music is Nashville, Tennessee. That's oh, what we all Grand, know. Ol- Grand Ole Opry. Yep. That's legendary Grand Ole Opry, the Country Music Hall of Fame, the museum. Dolly Parton. Countless studios. Yeah, she's got big knockers. Great tits. She's like 100 years old and still looks the same. I'd motorboat her just the same. Oh, my, oh my God. Woo! Woo! Yeah. <laughs> hey Nick. <laughs> Woo! You see Dolly Parton walk by. Woo! Nick, I motorboated Dolly. Woo! <laughs> so brief history and country music. We kind of nice went to, into that. Nice to meet you. I'm Dolly Parton. <laughs> what was she? Name? She probably so used to that. I guarantee there's people that do that like every day. Can you imagine if you met her like every a meet day. and greet and you just grabbed her and motorboated her. Do you think she'd be like? You oh. would probably be tackled because she. Every time you see her, there's like. Three or four very large men. Oh, would she giggle and be like, oh, you're crazy? <laughs> or would she be like, oh, oh ain't you the sweet, yeah, sweetest I'm pie? I'm, I, was, I was fixing to get slick. She probably has a shank <laughs> in her purse. She got a toothbrush still sharpened on one end. <laughs> so I'm we sorry. talked about um, immer- the country music emerging from the mountains, particular Tennessee in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. Early stars of the genre included Jimmy Rogers and the Carter family. Carter family. Were they like a... Like Jimmy Carter? I don't know. Peanut guy? Yeah. Yeah, like, the president? He liked, he liked peanuts. Or yeah. were they uh, Were they like a were they TV kid, show? The Carters? The kids clothing. Company. Or is that something else? The Waltons? I don't know. The Carters? You're talking about the... the no, no, I'm confused. No, I don't know. The heart... The heart no, it's so Country music first became <clears throat> popular on the local radio. In the mid-20s, a syndicated radio program recorded in Nashville called Grand Old Opry brought country music to a national audience. Didn't know that. The Grand Ole no. Opry was actually a radio show. I didn't know that. It, just wasn't, it, was it like wasn't a place. Yeah, I thought it was just like a, you know, concert. It was like the Knickerbocker on the Grand Ole Opry. See, that I didn't know. So string bands were popular in the 1930s and 40s. So country music had many players in guitar, banjo, fiddle, mandolin, bass, performing bluegrass string bands. Artists like Earl Scruggs and Doc Watson created country hits based around dynamic playing. A lot of, a lot of guitar, and a lot so like picking a guitar. Like they had the little picks on each finger, like yeah. that. Well, right? that's a banjo. Well, yeah, that, that was mentioned there. Banjo. Okay. Fiddle. Finger picking. Mandolin. Isn't that like a Star Wars guy? The mandolin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? He also played the title music. <laughs> well, that was very uh, diverse. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Good thing. Country singers dominated yep. rural radio, as we said. Nothing like five pickers in an old Dodge truck. During the same period, singing cowboys such as Gene Autry and crooners like Hank Williams brought country songs to the masses. I don't know if I'd use that term crooners. Is that offensive? Hank Williams is a crooner? What is a crooner? Crooner, like Fred Astaire, Bing Crosby were crooners. They were. What does that mean, though? The, the type You're of, just like, oh, they were crooners. That doesn't they, explain They called anything. them crooners like they were the type of music they did. Um, they were very, very smooth, buttery voices, and Ooh. just like you know. Uh, I mean, I know Gene Autry and Bing Crosby and guys like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bing who's Crosby. Who was the guy that did the Christmas song that I really like? That had a cool name. The Frosty the Snowman guy. Burl Ives. Burl. I hate my wife. Hates Burl. Ives. I love Burl Ives. My wife. Hates Is he a country singer? I don't. Know was he a crooner? I I believe he was a crooner. He was not a crooner. I reckon he was. Anyway, country's popularity grew in the second half of the centuries. So artists like Tits Dolly Parton, Johnny Cash, Tits McGee, <laughs> Chris Christopherson, Patsy Cline, Loretta Lynn, Tammy Wynette, Garth Brooks, I hate Zomo, him. Vince Gill, Reba McIntyre, and Shania Twain. All 
best-selling artists and Grammy award winners. Not all of them are good, though. That's true. That's true. Just because you sell a lot of records doesn't mean you're good. I hate Garth Or a nice person. I hate Garth Brooks. And so do I. We will get back to him later. Okay. We will solve this problem. Okay. Known as Garth. (laughs) Outlaw Country emerged. So following the footsteps of Johnny Cash. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Star of the 50s and 60s country music. Some artists rejected the commercial trapping of mainstream country. So Cash... And his peers pioneered the subgenre known as outlaw country. So being pissed off and screw you to the man with their finger picking country stuff like Willie Nelson, Merle Haggard, and Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings. He's oh, great. he's great. He's great. They're he's all great. Those are great guys. Anybody thinks. He doesn't. Still doesn't. He's dead. Sure don't care no more. <laughs> don't care at all. So alt country took a hold among the indie rock fans. So country music. Had a long alternative side anchored by songwriters Towns Van Zant. I don't know who that is. Guy Clark. Their songwriting and performance style helped inspire alt music, blah, 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 this and that. I wonder if Towns Van things. Zant was related to like uh, Ricky Van Zant. There was a Van Zant, like two, there were Van Zant brothers. I think one of the Van Zants played with Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and then. So guitarist kind of yeah, guess. Yep. It doesn't really go in depth like what alt country movement means. This is 90s and. 2000s, but like, as we all know, it kind of shifted in that time. Yeah. A lot of things became more pop, more approachable to most people. Maybe a little more mainstream to, to appeal to more people. Yeah. Yeah, less twangy. Yeah, very twangy. Kind of just saying, like, we're kind of some of this background music, just very, like, you know. Chill. Yeah. And if you didn't grow up on a farm somewhere listening to this all day, you it's know, it's not going to resonate. It's not, you're, you're going to be like, yeah, but if you make it more mainstream, so it has more poppy kind of sounds and it, it's like, oh, this isn't too bad. Still the same good. bass. Yep. Still a lot of the same characteristics. So country is now a top 40 genre. The 21st century mainstream country music rivals, hip hop, dance, pop for dominance and billboard charts. And like you see most of these stars just right up there. And I think uh, country is the biggest genre right now as far as like album sold or something like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think I saw that somewhere. So like some of these singer songwriters like Taylor Swift, Miranda Lambert, Blake Shelton, Eric Eric Church, Carrie Underwood, and uh, Lady Antebellum. So like those are people you see every day and they're just, you don't, they don't seem as like country stars or pop stars, but they, you know, they perform in the country music awards and such. Let's not forget that kid that was on the the Voice, Kid Rock. No, what's, what's the kid? His, kid no, Rock. No, he did some country. He did, but I'm talking about the he kid. did rap rock country. He was never on the Voice. The kid that was on the Voice that won, Tucker Tucker Dicker. Oh, the guy from uh, Maroon Five. Tucker Dicker Nuts. Whatever. Yeah. No, he just won a couple years ago. He's young. He's from this area, and now he like he, Luke Bryan. He won the Voice, and now he like sings at like the Pig Day Parade. Like <laughs> he went nowhere. <laughs> oh. I, I can't remember. Is it Tucker something? Tucker Tucker Snucker? Carlson? No. Young kid. Yeah. No. I don't remember his name. You know what? Oh, I mean. You know what? I don't know. It's not important because he really doesn't have any hits whatsoever, so it doesn't matter. So, as we briefly learned, that country kind of spread out in all these different subgenres, but, like, what are some characteristics that make all the country music the same? You know, if it's, like, outlaw, or if it's, like, old-school, twangy country, or pop country... Or rock, because a lot of it's kind of rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would be some similar characteristics? First one being folk harmonies. So they're based on traditional chord progressions built off a of major scale. I don't know what that means, but it sounds guitar-y to me. What it? I know, you get so upset. Why don't you talk about traditional it chord progressions are <clears throat> chords that progress from a certain like a ma- your major chords. Is it kind of like our vocal warm up? Oh, like no, major no. chords. Your your major chords are your happy chords. Your minor chords are your, your happy chords. You know, like like a C major. Oh, that's in my happy a C chords. Ma- a C major would be like a a chord, a bunch of different notes together that what make. What the heck is a chord? A chord is a bunch of like notes a chord together. Of wood? Are you going to listen so I can tell you? I am listening. Okay, so it's it, it's multiple notes together to make one sound that's pleasing to the ear. They all go together. They harmonize. Oh, I see what you mean. Major chords are ones used in music that's happy and upbeat. Minor chords are often used in very sad huh. or dramatic music. Didn't know that. So your C major, C minor, or to, one's a sad, like, oh, it makes you feel sad. The other makes you feel happy and upbeat. 
So just like that. And the chords progress from a major chord scale because you don't want country music to be unhappy. You want it to be happy. It sounds pretty unhappy most of the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mean, trucks broke. <laughs> trucks broke. House burned down. Dog died. Wife left. Yep. You know, just banging the pool, boy. <laughs> just put in the pool. <laughs> I don't know. I don't tell you. Yeah. But anyway, so um, yeah, so that's a chord, chord, major chords, minor chords. Okay. Uh, next one up is string instruments. So as we already kind of talked, guitar bass pedal steel lap steel banjo fiddle third one is twangy vocals when country artists are from like west virginia or even canada most sing with a twang in their voice this helps them distinguish country music from other pop stars which is kind of fun because when you're listening to country music you can make your sound your voice sound like that it's fun to be with like a twangy song kind of it's fun Tim McGraw was big with that in his early days. Mm-hmm. He sounded like he was always crying when he was singing. He was like, ah, ah, ah. It was for the ladies, man. It was for the ladies, because I'll tell you what, he made their panties wet. He made my panties my wet. My panties were wet. <laughs> when I listened He did a good job. Ooh, I love that man on stage. Speaking of that, confessional lyrics was number four. Many country songs tell stories about love, heartache, hard work, and personal pride. Hmm. Like I washed my balls today. <laughs> Which tells everything. Mm-hmm. A little bit of love, a little bit of heartache, hard work, and a personal pride. My balls were washed. It <laughs> could be a country song. <laughs> but then at the same time, I'm sad for the guy that had to wash well, my we're, balls. We're going to have to use a C minor on that one. <laughs> See what I just learned? <laughs> we're going we're to put a C, C minor. We're going to use the lap steel on my ball song. <laughs> It's pretty impressive, isn't it? Julie, Julie, get that guy from catering to come on over and wash my balls. I want to do the guy that goes, you know, they like slide their little finger on the guitar. Oh, the guy that does the, uh, oh, the the slide thing. Did we ever talk about that guy? (laughs) No. We did in the past. No, I'm thinking of the guy with the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With that thing? Yeah, yeah, no. We talked. The country. What what is that thing called? They got a little thing on the finger. Oh, it's like like a tube slide. It goes like, yeah, it goes like, you're talking about a Hawaiian guitar that they play like, if they play a what? Hawaiian guitar. No, like country, like where they, the sliding thing of a jig. It's a little metal, like, it's a a slide. That's what it's called. They call it a slide. Yeah, it goes on one finger and you use it to to slide up. All of a sudden, you're an expert. Slide up and down the fretboard. Well, I know more than you do about a slide. Last one on the list is frequent duets. This is kind of interesting. So, this is what makes country music similar. From its inception, country music emphasized group singing. Early acts like the Carter family featured family members singing together. In more recent years, country singers like Miranda Lambert found pop pop success by teaming with other vocalists. Kind of cool. So it's like Maroon 5 and Cardi B. So they're country singers. (laughs) Because they did a duet. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Some guy with the tattoos and the, the whiny voice. So he had confessional lyrics. What'd you say? I, the, the guy, what? With the whiny voice. What's Ooh. his name? And his name is John C. Yes! Oh, man. Sorry, <laughs> me. I did. <laughs> you didn't expect it. No, I did not at all. all right, uh, what was right. his name? <laughs> the Maroon 5 guy. The one that uh, was on the, the voice or something. American Idol. Oh, Adam. Adam, Adam Levine. Levine. Yeah. Yeah. Country singer. Do you think that they, like, like... You think they like vocally warm up before they sing, or they just go out? I hope so. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not- I can sit in my car or my shower and sound like most country singers. Mm-hmm. I can smack my toe. Blame it on my roots. I can jam my pinky toe into I the coffee up table. In boots. Oh, I hate him. I can jam my pinky toe on the table and sound like a country singer. <laughs> just scream and cry. I usually sound like a rap singer when I bang my toe. <laughs> Lots of profanity. A lot of mumble rap in there. Well, I mean, like, it's got to be hard. Like, w- like with us getting ready for the podcast, we have to warm up. I mean. I mean, these singers must have. I mean, just talking. You my have voice to, is my instrument. Yes. So yeah. I need to warm it up and it prior be, to podcasting. It should be heard. You know, and if you've seen <clears> the <throat> professionals do it, they have to warm up too. Yeah. They go through the scales. You know, some of it sounds kind of silly. But it's it's real, technical stuff. Yes, and you know we do it too. We do because we're seasoned professionals. We do. We, I mean, we did it before this episode started. It, it, yeah, and it was, and it's 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 a very serious thing. And uh, when you hear, 
oh, Jesus, you almost killed yourself. When you hear the vocal warm-up, it's almost like harmonized. It's pleasing. It is very pleasing. It's pleasing to the ear. Yeah. It's, it's different sounds together that come together in one vocal harmony. Yeah. It's a harmony. Yeah. Like, maybe a little taste, just so you know. Now, how, now, now, how, now, 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 a true professional. Oh, yeah. All right. <clears throat> and like I said, like a lot of these country singers, very popular, top 100. I think a lot of them suck. A few of them I don't mind. I like. I actually like a couple, but. So I have a list. It breaks up a little bit, but it almost seems like the list is split somewhere. Oh, really? In half. It's probably you get like halfway down the first lift and list and you start getting like newer singers, like 90s. I would call like 90s, like a newer country. Okay. That's kind of when it started to transition, 90s, 2000s. Uh, and then the second half is like very pop, rock, modern. Okay. Mainstream. Lay some on us. All right. So first couple, Merle Haggard, Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson, Hank Williams. We already talked about it. Dolly Parton, George Jones, Waylon Jennings, George Strait, mm-hmm. Loretta Lynn. And then it starts to get dirty. Garth Brooks. Oh, God. Reba. Reba McIntyre. Kenny Chesney. So then now he's starting to branch off a little bit as soon as you get to Kenny Chesney. Get more pop. More pop. More pop. He gets like a little folky. He's a beach boy. You know, I've noticed a lot of these country singers get more electronic, too. They're auto-tuning their voices, not wanting you to know they're auto-tuning, but they are. Okay. And I think that's bullshit. Who's that? Uh, Faith Hill, actually. No, I'm sorry, Shania Twain. Yep, Shania Twain. She auto-tuned her voice in that that big, that one song that put her up on top. Yep, we kind of go back in, so we got Conway Witty, Alabama. Conway Twitty? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You had Witty, but it's Conway Twitty. Twitty, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, Alabama, so first one on the list, that's like a group. So they were, that was like a big deal when they came out. I used to like like, Alabama when I was younger, I used to listen to Alabama. Yep. They had some good music. Patsy Cline. Hank Williams Jr., Hank so the only one on the list. Dad was on the list, so he's the, the original guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of past his dad in some aspects. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny Rogers, one of the original original guys on there. Uh, Randy Travis. And then you kind of really get into like the real mainstream poppy couple people that are very, very modern. Poppycock. Poppycock. Yep. Waiter, Ta- there's Taylor, pepper in my poppycock. Taylor Swift. Yeah. So you I see her now, you would just think. She's my last She's my lost muffin. I love her. I love She's her. She's amazing. I would love her more if she loved me back. <laughs> Tim McGraw. I like Tim McGraw. And yeah. you know what's cool? He branched off into acting and actually he's done a really good job. Yeah. He, he uh, really has made an name. It was in that uh, Yellowstone thing. It wasn't Yellowstone? It was like the prequel or something. Oh, I didn't know that. I haven't he, seen it yet. I know he's in the blind 1884 side. or something like that. Yeah. That's on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Yeah. I think, check that out. Yeah. He was on the blind side. I heard side. really, really good things about it because... I mean, obviously, Yellowstone's amazing. I got that. Paramount Plus because my dad wanted to see that 1884. Well, thing, I'm going to have so. to use your username and password. <coughs> I, I need to see. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> uh, <coughs> uh, Alan Jackson. Can't say that. Alan Jackson's <coughs> next. Yeah. Uh, Miranda Lambert. Mm-hmm. Carrie Underwood. Keith Urban. I don't know about that. I don't, actually, I don't know any of these modern countries. Is he married to Faith Hill? Is he married to Faith Hill? Yeah. I love Faith Hill. No, Tim McGraw's Tim married McGraw. to Faith Hill. Keith, matter Keith Urban you. is married to her actress, actress, English chick, English chick, actress. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, um, I have to take a technical. We gotta find this out. out. I gotta figure this out. We'll be right back. So, did you figure it out? Um, oh, I'd like to solve the puzzle. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, Nicole Kidman. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. 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 Success. Aussie. She's an Aussie. Brit. Whatever. Same Does, difference. Doesn't matter to me. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I think she's an Aussie. She might not be, but I thought she was Australian. Yeah, whatever. Could be a Kiwi. You know, you know what I do know? What? Don't worry about it. Okay, fine. No, I want to know. No, no. Okay. Next one up on the list is Brad Paisley. Um. Mm-hmm. A, 
Big fan of him. I like his music. He's great. I don't know him either. I don't know any of these people. He has a song called Waiting on a Woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just great. Okay. I don't, I've never heard it. He's just sitting on a bench, waiting on a woman. <laughs> sitting great. on a park bench? Yeah, he's got, a, all the girls. He's got another song, uh, I'm Gonna Miss Her. And the whole premise is like, me or fishing. And he's like, I'm gonna miss her <laughs> when I'm gone. <laughs> when I'm gone. Or she's gone. I don't know. Fishing. Know, but it's great. Fishing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, next one, Toby Keith. Oh, rock star. I, I we love I, him. I like Toby He's Keith. America's country song, yeah. singer. We love him. I like Toby Keith. Uh, Brooks and Dunn. Big fan of them. I think they just retired for like the third time again. I don't know. I, I, Brooks I keep like, They're like, oh, we're doing a last, one last tour. We're retiring. Yeah, Officially. Whoa, hello. Oh, boy. Our last name, they should be Brooks and not Dunn. <laughs> they and be. last one on the list is Eric Church. I don't know. That and then there's a whole bunch more. A whole bunch of new. Jason Aldean's on there. He's good. I hear people talk, oh, I'm going to see so-and-so in concert. I've never heard any of these people. You should just go. One of these shows. Yeah, Get your little cutoff jeans. One sure, of your sure. offensive cheeks. political t-shirts. Ass cheeks hanging out. Ass cheeks hanging out. Cowboy boots. Woo! Mm. <laughs> America. Spray out a little FDS on my undergarments. Yeah, bring uh <laughs> bring a couple uh Jenny Screamers. <laughs> I remember Jenny Screamers. Some PBRs Genesee, or something. Genesee Cream Ale is one of my favorite Delicious. beers ever. Yeah. And people that don't live around here would they, never understand. They just don't get it. But Jenny Cream Ale is phenomenal. Well, everyone loves Yingling. Is it that much? That I different? mean, Yinling's good. It's good. Old, oldest it's microbrewery light... in North America, but Jenny Cream Ale. old doesn't mean it's the best. Jenny Cream Ale. Can't go wrong. One of my absolute favorite beers. So, since we're uh, going down the road, country, mm-hmm. country things, what else can we discuss other than just music? I know it's a music thing, but this is a pretty big topic where we could talk about just fun country things. What is, like, what is the country known for other than badassery? What Bo- would you say? Bowen Luke Duke. Excuse me? Bowen Luke Duke. Oh, the Dukes? And Daisy Duke. The, oh. Can we? Uh, Could you imagine being so hot that they named those little shorty shorts after your character you're right. on TV? You're right. I never thought about that. Oh, wearing your Daisy Dukes? Yeah. Because Daisy Duke looked good can in we just, Daisy Dukes. Can we just take a moment of silence for those jeans? Okay. I just want to look at them for a second. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. Let's take a moment of silence and set the, set the theme. Oh, yeah. God. In the car. It's just awesome with the Dukes of Hazard. Generally. Every single time I'm driving on the throughway and you see those like like the granite cliffs on the side of the mm-hmm. throughway. I just picture a Dodge Challenger flying over oh the road. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> like just, every single like it guaranteed every single it goes through my it. mind. Waiting to it's see my it. dream. I just want to there it is. I just want to see it flying over the road. Oh yeah! Oh hell yeah! Wait, I think this is the this is the beginning of Duke's Hazard. I think Daisy's in the middle of the street in her little Daisy Duke shorts. Look at oh, hair God. sliding car. across the. Oh yeah! Wait a minute, the Jenny Lee, the Jenny, the Jenny Lee. <laughs> oh, where is she? She's coming up. Oh yeah! Oh, oh Daisy! Oh good God! Oh, She's quite the lady, Daisy Duke. There they are. Oh my God! She inspired. Multiple generations. I might bang her in front of my wife. Like, not I, now, because she's probably old and wrinkly I and hold shit. the camera. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to videotape that one. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Boss Hogg in Dukes of Hazard? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's where they... Uh, yep. That's, uh, isn't that where they got the name from? Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane. I always Hogg. thought his name was Roscoe P. Coltrane, but it's not. It was Roscoe P. Coltrane. Oh, uh, okay. I never knew All that. Right. You know? And All then, right. And there was Enos... Yeah, so the uh, creator of someone involved in Whistlepig got that name, and I think they named their pig. The Boss that, Hog? The Boss Hog. Yeah, after the Dukes of Hazard, and the, the pig passed away because they had to eat. Yeah. And that's where you get the Boss Hog. That's cool. 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 So uh, what other things, country, would Na- we celebrate? NASCAR. Hell yeah. <laughs> Going fast. Going fast. Going left. Like I say, you know, oh, fast and left. Going to go, and I hit a wall. <laughs> I'll get you. <laughs> get you. No. So what happens when you don't use your Hans device. I think, uh, think I'm going to have to have a moment of silence and drink for uh, what's his nuts? Uh, Dale, Dale Earnhardt? Yeah. Yep. All right. We love you. We miss you, Dale. 
I never knew him, but I don't know. whatever. <laughs> I guess he was good at driving. Terminator. Mm. And he's a good excuse to drink whiskey. Yes, he is. All right, what else? What else we got on the list? Uh, Thanks, country. Banging your cousin. All right. Drink to that. Drink to that, too. <laughs> All right. God bless you, little lady. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down. Slow down. I got to get ready. I got to drink a pretty. Yeah, she's a big one. <laughs> she's a big one. I got to drink a pretty. I got I got. Oh, man. I need to get it up. <laughs> Her or it? Because... <laughs> The way you've been drinking, I don't think you're getting either. I don't think I'm getting either. I'd have to pick her up and get it up. <laughs> oh, don't we, need, know, we need to wrap this up soon. Uh, we, we really do. We kind of do. <laughs> so, other things I put on my list. It seems to be a big trend of country musicians buying bars in Nashville. So You have like Music Row. Mm-hmm. So it's like two blocks that they have uh, just bar after bar. Three stories, bar each story. A lot of these singers have been buying them up and, you know, kind of deeming them off of themselves. So Florida Georgia Line, Luke Bryan, Jason Aldean, Blake Shelton, Ellen Jackson, Dirk Bentley, John Rich from Big and Rich. Yeah. So they all own their own bars, probably making some money off of it because it's packed there every single day of the week. Mm -hmm. It's good times. Yeah, you you, you tie your name to it. People want to come just because your name's tied. Yeah, sometimes they show up. Nashville's a cool place because I have friends there. Just outside of Nashville. Been there? Yeah, been there, done that. Been there, done that? Yep, got some t-shirts. It was cool. Like, you know, they don't always go down to, you know, the the music row, but if you go and hang out in the bars, there's stages in each one of them, like little little stages in the corner, and there's always, like, some up-and-coming singer, songwriter, or some band trying to make it, you know, and they play their own music, Mm -hmm. and they play other people's music, so they play all the hits and stuff like that. If If you're there enough, you get to see a lot of people that, are big and you're like I saw them when they weren't big. Yes, and sometimes you're just having a drink on a Tuesday with a buddy, and Dirk Bentley shows up. Yeah, or Alan Jackson, or Darius Rucker. Like I literally have gotten texts from some of my buddies, like videos of like, look. I thought was, you were going to say you got texts from Darius Rucker. No, look, <laughs> I wish, but he was like literally like from me to you. He's like, look, it's Darius Rucker. He's just yeah. singing. Yeah. Like, how cool is that? That is cool. Like, just going to your local bar and seeing that. So, well, you know, that's I, a local. Though, when I went Nashville. to Nashville, I went to Nashville because we were going to move there. So, I got to see a lot of really? Nashville. Yeah. I got to see a lot of Nashville. You don't even like country music. No. I was in high school. Oh, okay. I was a junior right, junior in high school, so it was uh, 87. I would have never met you. No, you wouldn't have. And my dad worked for GE. Oh, Steve, don't cry. <laughs> Let me rub your balls a little make you feel better. <laughs> so, I'll be okay. Just yeah, talk amongst yeah, yourself. Talk amongst, okay, I got sand in my eye. Uh, so we went down there because we, had, my mom and dad, want to look at schools and stuff like that. So we went and I toured a couple the public school. Um, <laughs> Is there I, a picture of a sheep? A picture of a sheep. I don't it's know. Got country it's music in the background. There's a picture of a sheep. Country music and a picture of a sheep. What's that tell wow. you? Yeah. All right. Anyways, you're no, gonna move down there. Stop. Dad <laughs> need a new job. Please. Yeah. So. Went down there and I got to look at like Nashville High School, and then there was a place called uh, um, something Academy, the Bentley Academy or something like that. The Vanderbilt, and uh, that was like the premier school down there. And uh, their educational system sucks. I mean, uh, Vanderbilt University is probably be the only reputable educational institution in Tennessee. Yeah, they call it the Harvard of the South. But yep. the public schools there, I would have been, I would have been almost graduating senior. I was going into 11th grade in high school because their educational system is so far behind ours. Well, they teach things like wrecking. <clears throat> yeah, wrecking. Fix y'all. So I was there at the public school. Instead of used guys. I use the bathroom. I'm going pee. This kid comes in. You new here? No, I'm just going on a tour, checking That's it out. Nice looking schlong you got where, there. Where, where are you from? New York. We don't like Yankees down here. Just pretty much. I'm like, you still fighting That's a fuck. A, That's such an annoying Still fighting a fucking war? It's 1987. Yankees. We don't. We I don't. You know, I say I don't play baseball. Yeah, well, the thing, he, he's like, well, you're from New York. You're you're all Yankee. You're something like, like, right, like we don't take real kindly to Yankees here. And I'm like, I'm okay. thinking, I'm like, okay. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't want to come here. You know, I I, I did not like the day to day of. Is that Nashville. what turned your trip around? Well, no, we were there, and you know, we came back home, and my dad said, "What do you guys think?" And I said, "I don't want to go. I hate it." And my you know, my mom was like, "I wasn't a big fan," so he didn't take the transfer there. Wow. Um, and they laid, on- and they laid him off. And six months afterwards, the whole department the whole department dissolved. So he would have been in Nashville, would have had a new house, no job, 
So it's a good thing in the end that he didn't take yeah. it. Yeah. But uh, I remember being down there, and I'm like, Grand Ole Opry, my ass. It's this, you know, God forbid you're from north of the Mason it's Dixon line. You're, now. you're an outcast. It's different now. Probably so much of a melting pot that it's really not that big of a deal. Because you guys got you got guys like Darius Rucker and Toby Keith and Brad Paisley that like changed the the scene a little bit there. Maybe they did. You go there, and it's a friendly place. I would hope it's not what it than used it was to be. When I was there. Yeah, I did not like it, and uh, you know. I'm sorry oh, you had that experience. Dave. I would go back to visit. We should go sometime. We should go sometime. We can motorboat Dolly Parton. We should go now to Nashville. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we can go to New Orleans. And then Kentucky. Visit a couple distilleries. I was going to say Vegas. No, Kentucky. Smoke wagon. I, w- I want to visit the Buffalo Trace I mean, we distillery. should go to Kentucky. I think. All right, we're going to go to Kentucky. We're going to Kentucky. Yeah, let's do it. We're definitely doing right it. now. You know, talk. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> See ya. All right, we're done. So, uh, talking about, uh, I, I have to go back to what the hell's his name? Was he the no dick? No dick. He's a no dick. Never. Yeah, mind. we have a no dick hero of the week. Very deserving. Which is not really a hero. No, he's just he does got not no have dick. a dick. He's got no dick. Talking about big dicks, should we? Yeah. Should we? Do we do the no dick first or the big dick? Yeah, you gotta have big dick to to be little to, to overshadow the no dick. All right, let's do the big dick. Sounds good. My dick like the Mississippi River. My dick ask your bitch what's for dinner. Yeah, hey, big dick. The size of a dick does matter. Wow. Oh god. Size does Not again. Duck. Oh god, I, I tried too slow. He's big. <laughs> it's a big dick. <laughs> Zulu Warhammer. It's a big dick, y'all. That's a big dick, y'all. Who was our big dick hero of the week? Toby Keith. Toby Keith. Yeah. You know about him? What do you know about him? <laughs> you know about me? Let me tell you about me. What do I know about him? tell you about Toby Keith. I know Toby Keith is awesome. Yep. He's like 60-something now. Mm-hmm. So born like 60-something years ago. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's 60-something? Yep. Uh, he's an American country music singer. Did you know that? I did. Songwriter, actor, record producer, real badass. Real badass. Total American patriot through and through. Yeah. Pissing everyone off, just being who he is. Um, Hates commies. Full name, Toby Keith Koval. So born in Oklahoma. His dad, as he sent here in the the songs, that his dad was a veteran. So he was born and raised, loving his country, loving the veterans and what they stood for. And when he kind of has an interesting story. Graduated high school. He's a football player. I uh, played some semi-pro. Say, didn't he play semi-pro? He's yep. a big dude. Yeah. Um, worked in the oil fields in Oklahoma. Like typical, like so he big. He grew ass up redneck. as a big country boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rub some dirt on it. You'd be fine. He played in some uh, like college bands and stuff. I think he had uh, a one band. He played in a bunch of bars and stuff like that. It was it had a funny name, like Easy Money or something like that. Because <laughs> he's like, yeah, just you know, show up at the bar and play some. Play some music. It's easy money. Exactly. Who doesn't like... I mean, it's easy. Singing. Um, 90s. Early 90s, he moved to Nashville because that's where you had to be to be discovered. And he was because he's awesome. And he pushed out his first uh, single in like 93. And I think it went on top of the top 10 singles in country music. Should have been a cowboy. And then by like the mid to late 90s, uh, I think it was like 98. How, how do you like me now? It was like his big record and mm-hmm. just became huge after that. And he's always been like a huge uh, supporter of like the American way. Yeah. Pissing people off. He's still about traditional American values. Yeah. No matter what the left tells him to do. Well, he, he got in a pretty good argument with the Dixie Chicks. They said he was like... Uh, Dixie what? Dixie Chicks. Chicks eat dicks? Chicks, chicks eat dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it has. You don't even need to write the joke there, right? Exactly, it's there. They called him ignorant because he wrote a song about America after nine eleven. It's about his dad and about America kicking ass, and uh, they didn't like that because it was offensive. Because how dare you fight back? Because no, no, because being woke is what helps keep you making money. Before that, before the woke, it was. Yeah, this is. Yeah, this is. When it started. They were starting to get woke back then. It was like, hey, listen, if we don't uh, hop on the bandwagon and appeal to the masses, they're not going to buy our records. Toby Keith is like, screw you. I'm singing about the it American interesting, way. You don't I, like it? Don't I listen. read earlier that he was a lifelong Democrat and said at some point became embarrassed by his party and he 
went to independent and a lot of that going on these days. But he supported um, people. He supported things. So like he was a supporter of George W. Bush. He was a supporter of of, of uh, Obama. He's a supporter of Trump, and he got a lot of hate because of Trump. He got a lot of hate because of Trump, but he was just supporting who he thought would do the best job. Yep, that was his thing. So yeah, he and he uh, played a ton of USO shows. Yeah. So that he, was like one of his biggest sources of pride that he said, you know, like my father was a soldier. He was taught as a kid to respect veterans. And he's like, that's what I'm going to do. No matter all the records I made and all the money I spent or made, I want to serve by singing to our veterans. And so he would go overseas and it was like 200 plus times he went over. It's crazy. Yeah. He's, he's, he's cool. He's done some time. Yeah. So yeah, we, uh, big dick care of the week. That sounds pretty <laughs> fitting. Which leads us to our no dick hero of the week. <sighs> Garth, I'm, so I'm so sick of this Garth guy. Dickhead Garth, Brooks. Garth, Garth whine Bro- and cry about everything Brooks. You know, I saw, you know, I liked his music. He's got some really good songs. Like mm-hmm. the Friends in Low Places and things like that. Overplayed. Like, Overplayed. I don't even want to turn song. it off. As soon as I hear it, I turn great it off. Great song. He's got really good songs, but I watched his Netflix documentary. Oh, I couldn't get through it. Just whining. Oh, he's he's, he's like, just boastful. He's like Garth just a, Brooks storyteller. It's yeah, like, oh, stop already. He gets this like monotone, soft, like, you know, just when I was writing my biggest song, I was just thinking about, just thinking about things and, you know, thinking about my parents and like <laughs> yeah. the problems in the world. And I just reached deep within and like the Garth Brooks inside. Like, I mean, come on, bro. Yeah. Like, he sounds get, like he's talking to his boyfriend. over to, yourself. Trying to talk him up to like. Banging him or something. It's bad. It is it's bad. so bad. And then you see him like in concert of just like his arms up, spinning around, like just letting people clap for him for like an hour long of just like, look at me. Well, you know, I'm the Caesar. You look at country music artists like no, Way- no like humility. Waylon Jennings, who yeah, who who didn't care what you thought of him. Waylon Jennings gave an honest opinion to Garth Brooks. Oh yeah, what did he say? Waylon then? Jennings said Garth Brooks has done for country music what pantyhose has done for finger fuck. <laughs> I mean, does that not sum it up or what? Well, <laughs> I think Waylon Jennings is like top three of all time best country singers in like and, every and, list and you can think of. Big time rebel. I think he beats Garth Brooks. He definitely and beats he Garth put, Brooks. And if he's putting Garth Brooks down, there's I don't a, like him either. There's a reason why. Yep, I don't like him. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, so he's our no dick hero of the week. He is our no dick. We need hero. like a thing for that. We, we need should like have a little intro. I'm gonna make a, a no dick hero of the week intro. So if you were to pick a female country star for your no dick hero of the week, what would it be? No dick? Oh, you mean like because she has no dick, not because she is a dick. No, she has no dick. So that's what would make her a female physical? country star? Yeah. Oh, Faith Hill. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. Why? No, that's okay. That's fine. That's a good one. That's a good one. She, she, a, I like her music. B, she's married to Tim McGraw. They make That's a good. great couple. Yep. And they, they, well, as far as the public knows anyway, have have kept traditional values of marriage and stuff like that, and they're very close still. And wow, mine is way different. Okay. This is yours. Mine's Taylor Swift. Well, I don't consider her country. Swifty? She was born I mean, and raised country. She's, she's my country. lust muffin. Well, oh. so she always gets in these, uh, like she's a serial dater. Mm-hmm. So she dates all these other famous stars, like that other, like John Mayer, a bunch okay. of other like famous singers and actors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you know, she gets her heart broken, and she goes, writes a Grammy record. Yeah, she writes a song. She writes it. a song. She writes a whole record. <clears throat> How many cowboys take screwing a light bulb? One to screwing a light bulb, another one to write a song. <laughs> That's what they do. And so I figured this is my theory. Mm-hmm. Her manager, somebody close to her. Sets her up with these people, and somehow breaks them up at some point, like to get her to write hits. Yeah, I don't know. If that's I think the it. Case. No, I think it's. This is my conspiracy. You think theory. so? Yeah. Oh, shit. Like so, she's dating some celebrity, and the manager sending like hookers over to this guy's house. <laughs> I caught you with thirty-seven hookers. <laughs> Damn it, now I'm going to write a song that's going to make a million dollars for my producer. And they're going to get rich from it. So, someday, I feel like she will write a song about me. You think she'll write a song about you? I hope so. Because she'll bang you and then you'll break up with her? I just once. Really? She stays out. How about uh, Turning 22? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Turning 22. I don't know. We're not going to make it to Taylor Swift hour because we're already over an hour. Oh, my God. We we could. 
You could very easily make it all about that. But that's that's my that's my pick for completely opposite reasons as as you. Yeah, man, I feel so lame now. <laughs> anyway, so well, that was it. Was cool talking about country. I don't know if it's, do we have anything left to really talk about. Not really. No. And how much we hate Garth Brooks. I think we should go drink more of this whiskey and have a cigar. Sounds like a great idea. What do you think? We should probably do away with the pleasantries of, you know, oh, on the face page, because nobody fucking cares. Well, you can say it. Go ahead and say it. Find it. Makes us on the face page. It doesn't make Twitter. me feel good. It doesn't make me feel good. Not anymore. Because Insta- nobody, nobody We have us. Instagrams. We have Instagrams. Should I find us TikToks? TikToks, yes, because we Instagrams. make a new TikTok every time we That's do fun. An And then we do it on Instagram. And well, they we are, try to. We and forget. they are fun. We forget. Yeah. <laughs> we just need to take a picture. Right? <clears throat> we do. We do. We but I mean. We don't do pictures. You know, whatever. We do videos. That's funny. It's yeah, fun. Videos it's fun, fun to do. It's fun. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny name. Let's get it. It's funny. funny. It's funny name. <laughs> Turn Ferguson. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> you know, we should. We should go. You know what? An hour. We're done. Yeah, we're gonna. We're done here. Done though. We're, we're gonna emulate our favorite country singer and uh, we're, we we leave. Yeah. Peace. Make love like man. a tree. Make like a tree and leave like a fetus and head out. <laughs> All right. Love you, mean it by. Peace, love, NATO, grace. Solo Cup is the best receptacle for barbecues, tailgates, fairs, and festivals. And you, sir, do not have a pair of testicles if you prefer drinking from glass. A Red Solo Cup is cheap and disposable. In 14 years, they are decomposable. And unlike my home, they are not foreclosable. Freddie Mac can kiss my uh, ass. Woo. Red Solo Cup, I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. I love you, Red Solo Cup. I lift you up. Proceed to party. Proceed to party. Now, I really love how you're easy to stack, but I really hate how you're easy to crack. Because when beer runs down in front of my back, well, that, my friends, is quite yucky. But I have to admit that the ladies get smitten admiring how sharply my first name is written on you with a sharpie when I get to hitting on them to help me get lucky. Red Solo Cup, 